You're listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. My name is Stephanie, and I'm a wife, mother of three, and the creator of the blog, Winging It on the Homestead, where I help modern mothers incorporate simple living and self-sufficiency skills and knowledge into their busy lives. My goal is to help you refocus your life towards what really matters, your family, as well as boost your confidence so you can start being more self-reliant and decrease your dependence on stores and commercial products. Join me as I share with you my appreciation for creating a homemade and homegrown life through gardening, food preservation, cooking from scratch, making your own products, all while keeping it all practical, intentional, and realistic. Hi guys, I am so excited. Today is the first episode of our podcast, the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. And today I'm going to share with you a little bit about my story, just some of our background, how we got started, why we chose this lifestyle, some of our hopes and dreams for our family. Uh, So just a little bit of background, my husband Brian and I have been working together to achieve a more simpler, more self-sufficient, family-focused life for a few years now. never-ending learning and practicing in order to be successful. It can definitely be overwhelming. And we've come a long way, but we didn't always have it together. So I'll tell you a little bit about that in a bit. But I have always been a lover of anything antique, old-fashioned, country-inspired, homemade, or homegrown. You know, really anything that brings out the pride and security that comes with being self-sufficient. When I was a kid, um, I went to a living heritage summer camp at a local farm museum every year. And, you know, I just really adored it because they taught us how they used to make anything and everything that they needed. They used to make candles, you know, how they garden, raised animals, cooked. They relied on skills and knowledge in their towns and how they bartered and, all, you know, all those kinds of things. How they really worked with their hands and had a tangible product when they were finished. You know, life seems so much simpler, you know, although not easier, obviously, but it seemed more purposeful, intentional, and rewarding. And that's what I really got out of this camp. And I just absolutely loved learning about it. Let's talk a little bit about when I say self-sufficiency and simple living, what that means. So self-sufficiency, you know, its definition is pretty clear-cut. In the, de- in the dictionary, self-sufficiency means to supply one's own needs without external assistance. It also means having extreme confidence in one's own resources, powers, knowledge, and skills. So that's really empowering, you know, being able to rely on what you have your skills and knowledge and your abilities and being able to meet your your needs and your wants and not relying on anyone else. That's really, really empowering. Simple living, the term simple living has a little bit more of an abstract, personalized meaning to it. So my kind of definition, what it means to me is that it means that you're living your day-to-day life with intention and awareness as to where you're, what you're consuming and where you place your time, your energy, your money. Choosing what products or what you're going to create or make as far as your own products or grow your own food, Uh, your your learning skills that allow you to be more self-sufficient and making it a point to pass those on to your family and your children, determining what is important to you and what drives you. So it's not so much doing everything, although I think that's ultimately the goal, but like I said before, it's like a lifelong learning process. Uh, But like I said before, simple living isn't about ease and convenience. In fact, it oftentimes strays from those and involves much more time and effort and hard work to achieve it. So the way we kind of look at our life right now, a simple and self-sufficient lifestyle allows us to provide for and care for and protect our family within our own skills and knowledge. 
and it's really reducing reliance on other people. It's companies, commercial brands, all those things, reducing our reliance on those, focusing on what we're able to do ourselves. There really is a truly a self-sufficient movement going on right now. People are spending the time to decide what they want to invest in and um, as far as what they want, where they want to put their time and their effort and their money and choosing to in areas that they're able to do things themselves, gain the skills or the knowledge uh, to better ensure their family's safety and well-being. It really is a movement that we're seeing right now. So let me take you back a little bit. When I was first married, I could not cook a meal to save my life. I was very nervous in the kitchen. I had no confidence in any of my abilities. I desperately was trying to find some sort of system or rhythm that made sense for me to balance all the things on my plate. You know, I worked full time. I had two small kids and I really wanted to do all the things around the house that needed doing. And I struggled and I know a lot of other people can relate to this. And so a lot of the times I found myself feeling like I wasn't enough. I could barely get the bare minimum done. I also felt like I was living for the weekends, but was overwhelmed because when those weekends would come, they were filled with errands and cleaning and catching up and so little time for actually family time. I also was feeling that, you know, time was just going back to by too fast. I was missing all of those important moments. And I felt this way daily. And as a new mom, I know many people can relate to that. It just, I was constantly trying to make things work. You know, I knew something needed to change but I wasn't sure what. And I remember going and visiting my grandmother and it became clear what I was missing. My grandmother was basically the epitome of putting family first. She was what I would say, nurturing love, cherishing rich memories, home cooked meals, all the things that encapsulate old fashioned, slower, intentional, simpler life. And when I was visiting her, I realized that my family was not the number one priority in my life. And that the reason that I was struggling was because I wasn't putting my intention and prioritizing the right things. And that I could achieve more family focus if I just lived a simpler lifestyle. If I slowed down, I wanted to become and live a more simpler lifestyle. And with most things, I kind of just jumped right in. And I realized I wanted to learn every self-sufficient skill there was. I wanted to immediately start cooking, gardening, preserving, sewing, baking, whatever. I, I wanted to get goats that year. I wanted to get chickens. And, and I struggled with that because I felt like I had to do all of these things at once. And remember, I was barely getting the bare minimum done. I could barely get a load of laundry done. And yet I wanted to start sewing my own clothes, canning tomatoes, making all my own cleaners, having goats and chickens. And I struggled with that as well because then I started feeling guilty. The last few years, um, I failed a lot, but I finally figured out a way to make this all work for my family. A way that I was able to simplify this simple living thing. It makes sense to me now. It kind of works with the natural way that my family operates by understanding two things about simple living. I broke it down into four pillars. These being cooking from scratch, gardening, food preservation, natural non-toxic living, or basically making your own cleaner, cleaners, personal products, making your own things other than buying commercial brands. There are so many other skills that go along with this, but these four things are what I believe are a really great place to start because really anyone can do them. They don't require you to have a ton of land. They don't require you to have a ton and ton of extra time. They don't 
require you to have a ton of extra money. So let me go through those again. Gardening, cooking from scratch, food preservation, and natural non-toxic living. And once I broke the simple living in down into these different categories, it made a huge difference in actually being able to implement it into my daily life. The other important aspect of simple living that, that took me even longer to register, even though it seems obvious, and once it clicked, it really did make all the difference. And that is to understand that simple living is seasonal living. You know, it sounds obvious, doesn't it? But it really took me a while to, to grasp this concept. And I think breaking it down like this is, makes it achievable and doable. Because if you're looking at the seasons, fall, winter, spring, and summer, and you're working simple living into your life, it really is a seasonal process. All of these duties can kind of merge together as the year goes on. As we go through the seasonal cycles, it allows for an easy transition from one season to the next. You're not necessarily doing everything all at once every season of the year. So for example, this may be different for you depending on where you're located. But once I get into spring, which is where we are right now as I am um, recording this in March, we are getting ready to go full force into the gardening season and I am so excited. This time of year is just my favorite time of year. So gardening will be pretty heavily through March, April, May, and June, July, and August. But once we get into June, July, we're gonna start harvesting. That's when food preservation will come in pretty heavily. So right now I'm focusing on gardening in the next couple months. Then we're gonna do food preservation. And then once the garden has subsided or I'm really only focused on winter vegetables come fall, then I will start heavily more cooking from scratch and kind of doing much more baking, much more bread making. Now I can do that stuff now, but if I'm looking to really hone in on those skills and really practice those things, I'm not going to try and practice my sourdough bread making during the months that I'm really trying to can, if I'm just trying to work this all in together. So I'm going to right now really go full force into planning my garden. I'm also doing chickens. So those, that's my focus right now. Then we'll go into food preservation. And then in the winter, that's when I will really, really start practicing and focusing on doing my cooking from scratch and all of my really honing my skills in that area. Now, natural non-toxic living all, all through the year, and that's not something that you necessarily have to master because once you learn how to, how to make these cleaners and things, it's, you know, something that is a really great place to start. By the way, I tell, that's where I tell everyone to start is with making your own cleaners because you can do it at any time of the year. You can do it with very little money, very little time. And, uh, you don't have to worry about crazy equipment or anything like that. So that's where I always tell people. So also I'm just going to plug this in now, but I have a, um, simple living DIY book that you can grab. I'll put that in the show notes it's completely free sign up for that. It's some really great, um, cleaner recipes as well as some personal product recipes so that you can ditch those toxic chemical cleaners. So anyways, so once I really understood that this kind of, that these worked in this seasonal way, it really made sense. And understanding that these few aspects, like the breaking it down into the four pillars and then the seasonal, it really helped make simple living an actual part of my life, not just a hobby or something I did in my free time, but actually working the values and skills into every aspect of our life and working also to teach that to my kids. 
you know, teaching them these skills and this knowledge is something that's even more valuable because they'll never go hungry. They'll always be able to provide for themselves. It's a really great way to um, pass this stuff down to your kids. Of course, this is a lifelong journey and it is something that we will always be striving to grow and foster. And my, that's what my goal with this podcast is, is to share with you what I have learned and hopefully to inspire and encourage you to find out what living a simple, self-sufficient life really means for you and your family. So I am so excited for this upcoming season. I hope that you stick with me. I have an awesome first season planned for you with several guest experts who will discuss alternate means of meeting our needs aside from all those systems that have failed and commercial products and brands and stores and and alternative means means of meeting our needs and our wants um, such as schooling medicine energy food clothes cleaning etc so please stay tuned and i will see you in the next episode Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. If you have not already signed up to grab my free ebook, you can go to www.yourdreamgardenguide.com. This garden guide has everything you need to get started growing your own vegetable garden this year. As always, if you have any questions, want gardening advice, or have topic suggestions for the podcast, please email me at info at